Hello. Ashley, do you want to approve the Tony and Ryan podcast? Oh, what's up? Of course I do. <laughs> awesome. How are you? <laughs> we are good. Uh, unfortunately, Ash, it's just Ryan because yesterday Tony got the spicy cough and has Ouch. COVID. Yeah. And, um, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. That sucks. It really does suck. And so I'm, I'm, oh. I'm used to women telling me that this is the biggest disappointment ever. So Tony is not with me in the studio. Mate, mate no way. This is, hearing you has made my day. And give all my love to Tony. I've been hanging out to hear from you guys. But, you know, she's got to get better. So give my love. Hi, this is Ash from Wellington, New Zealand. And I approve this podcast. Yesterday we found out that Corbs, the boyfriend of Tony Lodge, had COVID. So today I asked Tony to say hello to you, the Tarpers, and tell us how she was feeling. Hi everyone. Can you tell I sound good? I feel good. So as you can tell, she's not doing the best, so I've told her to rest up. But for today, I've found something. So Tony and I used to work at the same radio station, Kiss 101.1 in Melbourne. And we started before this podcast, just jumping in the studio, recording stuff and playing around. And we didn't know if it was going to be a demo for Tony to like get a job because she was a producer and wasn't really on air at the time, or if it was going to be an example of what we could sound like together to give to the radio boss. So we didn't actually know what we were doing, but we just recorded stuff in the studio. And since, as we've just heard, Tony doesn't have a voice today, I thought I'd dust off some of this audio that hasn't yet seen the light of day. And this is from, this is like the first time we're ever in the studio together. Now, some parts may have ended up on TikTok or Instagram, but it's never been on the podcast and never in full. So I don't know if this is a really bad idea, but it is what it is. And that's what we've got for today. And that'll probably be it for the week, if I'm being honest, because um, I don't want to put any pressure on Tony. As you can imagine, she's already stressing and feels bad for everyone. So, um, but today... Questions that children have asked adults about sex. So real, actual children have asked their parents stuff and parents have just written these questions in a forum. And uh, Tony is also in the weirdest Facebook group ever. But first, here's some advice to men who are about to become fathers from midwives. These are the worst things men have done in the birthing suite according to a bunch of midwives. Okay. There's a little TikTok account and they go, by the way, soon to be dads, don't do this. Oh. Number one, men, if your partner is going into labor, don't you, the one not giving birth, complain about being tired, being sick, oh. a bit hungry. Hey, you probably are tired. You've been up for a few days straight. We get it. They're probably a bit more tired. Yeah. yeah. Their back door's open. <laughs> Could you imagine that, though? Oh, it's getting a bit late. Anyone yeah. else tired? Yeah, or like, oh, Dal, could you hurry this along a bit? Because I, like, I've got to go. i got something on. Yeah, yeah. I've got work tomorrow, yeah. you know. <laughs> All right, now Jenny's a midwife. She says, one time there was a father going between rooms from his wife and his girlfriend <gasps> who were both separate people and both having separate babies, but they were both his children at the same time. Yeah. Did the women know? Well... Apparently, they knew, like, the other human existed, but not maybe the extent. Like, I think the wife knew that he was friends with the girl, but didn't realise that, A, she was a girlfriend, and B, she was also pregnant at the same time. 
you would die. Yeah. Can you imagine, find, like, the most vulnerable point of a person's life, potentially, giving so. birth? Yep. And oh, your husband is running out to be with his mistress. Hey, babe, uh, I know you really need me and you're doing a great job. I'm just going to go check on Renee and then I'll, um, I'll come right back. You're all good. Or, or like, oh, i got to do another wee or like get you some more ice <laughs> chips. Like how many excuses can you come up with? Like, oh, I've got to do another wee. And then you go into Renee. Oh, like bloody Michelle's in labour as well. Yeah. You know, like how, how are you tackling that? I can't even handle one boyfriend. <laughs> Imagine dealing with two people in labour at the same time. <laughs> Eating the food that is meant for the mother. So I'm guessing that when you're giving birth, you might be a bit nauseous. You uh-huh. might not be feeling hungry. It's probably not a priority. Yeah. Even if they're not going to eat it. Don't eat Men it. just... Don't eat it. This midwife has said, the amount of times I've seen the expecting father just sitting back on the recliner, digging into an egg and bacon sambo, just like licking his lips, spilling barbecue sauce on his sugar. You're not going to... You're not going to eat this, are you? Oh, Dal, this is quite good, actually. Did you want the other half? Did you want to buy it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) If you're not going to finish it, I might as well. It's a shame just to waste it. (laughs) But, okay, flip that. Mm. Is that better than them going, oh, Dal, Dal, I'm just going to go to the servo and get a traveller pie. (laughs) Um, Do you want any Powerade? um, Kinder Surprise? Anything? No? No. Okay, cool. I'll bring back the receipt, though, so that you can reimburse me. <laughs> Health insurance will like, uh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, like, would you rather them eat the food that had been delivered to you or pop out because they're like, God, I really need a pie? <laughs> when I first saw this from the midwife, I was I agreed that I'm like, oh, the audacity of the bloke just to sit there to and eat. eat it. It's yeah. like the principle of the thing. But before I'd read it from the midwife's perspective, I was like, well, it'd be a shame to waste food. Yeah, but I think also if I was going into labour, my go bag, it wouldn't be filled with nappies and spew rags. It would have a bag of pretzels, some... Some raisins, a sparkling water. Yeah, some red licorice, you know, for sustenance. So maybe, you know, maybe no one's right in this scenario. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um... (laughs) Dear men... It is never actually as funny as you think it is when you're trying to put a hat on the baby while it's crowning. What? Like the head, just the head is just starting to come out. And they're like, oh, put a little Hawthorne beanie on. That's a little Hawks fan. <laughs> and everyone's like, apparently a lot of guys think that's funny. I also think it's smirk worthy. However, just don't do that. There's medical professionals doing their job and you're going to go hang on like gag for Instagram. Like, I'll what put are a you... little hat on him. Yeah, I'm going to put it in like the lads chat, like on WhatsApp. <laughs> like what do you, what? Oh, and also wouldn't the hat be quite scratchy on like a very fresh skinned Don't baby? Don't scratchy. Oh. <laughs> but you're right. You know, like I just. <laughs> the baby's head is quite soft. Yeah, it hasn't even like popped back into place yet. Oh, that bit. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. When you said popped, I just, yeah. Oh, no, different thing. The fon- the fontanelle is still soft. Michelle is a midwife. I once walked in on a dad with his whole mouth over the happy gas outlet on the wall and he was having a wonderful time. Now, I'm actually fine with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Only because you would do it. <laughs> is it more inappropriate to call your drug dealer to come into the hospital? That's way more inappropriate. But if you can get high on the hospital supply, then I'm all for it. 
This midwife called Amy said, the amount of times I've had to explain to the father that they don't have to get naked in the birthing pool or the birthing no. spa is phenomenal. Oh. So obviously the woman would be fully naked because the just you just in so much discomfort you're like I just don't need anything yeah and is, I think that's the idea of having a birthing pool is that it's, it's like very natural freeing yeah. and yep. like you're yeah so they're often like cool if you just get undressed and apparently quite regularly the blokes like yeah well if I'm gonna help out and they're like mate it's actually great that you want to be in there it's a beautiful time in your life but Bring you, some board shorts yeah some speedos, yeah just do something please put your penis away <laughs> like regularly has to tell guys that that's not how we know that at the beginning of this journey your penis was yeah. involved but at the end it doesn't need to be here. once you finished yeah you're actually done here but yeah. take a hike <laughs> go to 7-eleven get a sandwich hi this is ash from wellington new zealand and you're listening to tony and ryan i don't know if it's just me but i love doing that like dirty pleasure internet read of like weird groups on Facebook. Absolutely. So you know when you're like so I've got a few friends at the moment that are um, planning their weddings and they're part of these you know bride groups oh, and and the, the yeah and the things that insane. the girls say on there and it's like oh my husband's done my husband to be has done XYZ what should I do and the girls are like oh just leave like dump his ass whatever. I'm part of this group on Facebook and it's called Mums Who Clean. <laughs> And it's really, really good. So the reason I joined it was mm-hmm. because the first time I ever fake tanned myself, mm-hmm. my boyfriend Torbs had to help me get all the bits like on my back. Yep. And he shook the can and didn't realise that he was pressing the top and it sprayed all over our couch. Oh, and fake tan, that's going to really... Yeah, so it was like a... Were you lo- doing this in the lounge room? Yeah, okay. Well, so... <laughs> <laughs> I would have assumed this was a bathroom no, or maybe even outside well, you've scenario. Well, se- you've seen our bathroom. It's quite narrow. So we were yeah. out in the... <laughs> we were out in the living <laughs> because we needed the natural light. Hang to on, be so able you've to got see. the windows no, open. The window. <laughs> Tony lives in an apartment in the middle of town, so when the windows are open, all the other apartments can, can see, see in. So you well, needed the natural light. Yeah, okay. Well, lucky them. Anyway, so he shakes the fake tan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lid is open. It sprays all over our light grey, um, like fabric couch. Yep. So someone mess. I posted on Instagram. Someone messaged me and said, "You've got to join this Mums Who Clean group." They'll have anyway, an answer for you straight away. Yeah. So. I joined it and it has just been non-stop laughs ever since. Okay. So I ended up getting all these tips on how to get the fake tan off the couch. We ended up selling the couch. No one, none the wiser. Yep. So the other day I'm scrolling through Facebook and this post comes up. A quick question to those who soak their toilet seats in the bathtub. What cleaning products do you use? I don't own bleach and don't plan on buying any. Thanks. Hang on. Yeah. Someone's taking the toilet seat off, off and, and soaking it in their bath. So there's is this... Is that a normal thing? No, well, I've never done that. I mean, I don't have a bath. But, but sometimes if I read something like that, I'd be like... Should I, I be doing Have that? I supposed to have been doing this the whole time? 
I know. So there's, I haven't been. <laughs> so there's this like trend in the group, right? And it's called strip washing. Yep. And all the women like pull off their um, like bed sheets or their husbands are a mechanic or like this is a really common one. It's yep. like a very basic group. This is a really common one. Their husband is like a diesel mechanic or works on the mines or something like that. And they strip wash their clothes. So they put all this stuff in the bottom of the bath and like they look at the water and it's all black. They go, oh my God. And apparently it's best thing ever. So they're kind of talking about like strip washing their toilet. The top comment, (laughs) this is just like the most boomer comment I've ever heard from someone called Elizabeth. She says, I do not soak my dunny seat. I never, ever have. And I've been married for 43 years. (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? (laughs) The association between years married and... (laughs) I've never been to a library and I've had hair my whole life. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Can you tell I sound good? I feel good. This is questions children have asked about sex. Have you just looked at it already? I just looked at the first one. <laughs> Go just read it out loud then. My six-year-old daughter asked, how does the penis get into the vagina if it's just always flopping around? I ask myself that every day. <laughs> I'm still not sure. <laughs> what would you say? We both don't have kids. Um, what would you say if a six-year-old asked you that? I would say it doesn't go into it. What? So they're six, right? So you're yeah. allowed to still lie. I'd say it, do- it doesn't. It doesn't. But she says, uh, how? like she obviously knows how to... Why does she know? She's six. <laughs> what has she seen? What's going on? Also, what has she seen if she assumes that penises are always just flopping around? Yeah, that's what I feel like the the questions around that actually go deeper. <laughs> that, oh, oh no, not deeper. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's push on to the next one. Oh, oh. When I was four, I asked my mum where babies come from and she gave me some honest, age-appropriate answers. A couple weeks later, I asked, when a mummy and daddy make a baby, how does the daddy get his penis back? Oh, I wasn't gifted my father's penis when I was born. Is that normal? Uh, or does she mean when they've obviously explained, oh, they put it in, oh, but I don't think they said... Went, take it out. Yeah, they don't... Oh, yeah. and it hasn't actually been detached. It's still part of the... Well, uh, yeah, they've obviously been told it goes in and they went, cool, end of story. Yeah, there it goes. amazing. But see, right, this is when I was four. Mm. Who is saying to their four-year-old that the penis is going... Am I really... Like naive here in thinking that you wouldn't tell that to a four-year-old. I don't have Four's kids. Pretty young. That's young, eh? Even yeah. even the six-year-old. Like, are you telling a four-year-old that that a penis is going in? At what age do you still believe? What's the bird? The stalk. The stalk. <laughs> I'm still thinking that that's how it happens. Um. All right. Next one. You go. My friends and I asked our teacher how mermaids reproduce. Oh, well, so there's two options there. Do you say like, oh, they give each other a special kiss or do you have to slam the home truth that mermaids don't exist? Either way, a kid's getting a broken heart. I've actually thought about this because like when someone was designing what a mermaid is, like they've just left out some really key features. No, giant. <laughs> Even if they had like a, a zip, a, zip. a fly <laughs> or like on d- the scales. If the, if the mermaid needed to poo... Would it slide into the bottom of the tail? Like come out of its feet? Like, would it, or does it fill up like a sleeping bag? <laughs> the worst, what, it's, it's a touch up and sleep. 
If you were a mermaid, would you want to be mermaid bottom or mermaid top? Like, There's no such thing as a mermaid okay, top. No, You're saying no, no. it's legs with scales. Okay, <laughs> so would you rather be a fish top or fish bottom? Fish bottom. But then you've got no... Mm. But then if you're a fish top, you would be... (laughs) Oh, that's not what a fish sounds like. I'm glad that's on camera. (laughs) Enjoy that. (laughs) When I was little, I asked mum what meant. Oh. She got flustered and told me that it was a bad word. And it's for when a woman gets pregnant. Between the ages of five and eight, every time I saw a pregnant woman, I would tell whoever was listening she was... F- I mean, well, they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Mum, they got fucked. Well, yeah, well they are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. While I was teaching sexual reproduction to students in year seven, one girl asked me what a glory hole was. Normally, I'm. Did, to- she just assumed that it's just like, this is the nostril hole, this is the, the glory hole. hole, and what's the glory one? Yeah, but oh, normally I'm fine with answering questions about sex, but that one flustered me. She said she'd asked her mum, and apparently she said to ask me. <laughs> oh, so that's really like a, a parent doing you dirty. Like, oh, ask Miss Snelling tomorrow. Yeah. Like she'll she'll be able to tell you. And usually, Miss Snelling would be like, uh, that's probably one for uh, mum and mum dad. dad to answer. Yeah, or maybe yeah, I'd. But I just want to know what year... Oh, year seven. Hang on. How old are you in year seven? Like 12. So well, you've maybe seen an episode of Skins and heard... Or but also a start a high is. school, you just hear words in the playground and you're like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Like you're yeah. trying to, you know, keep up with the cool lingo. I don't actually... Is a glory hole... Is it what I'm thinking it is? Well, it depends. What, what are you thinking? Is it the like the hole in the in the toilet? And there's a hole in the wall mm-hmm. and, and the boys put their penis into the hole. And then something happens to the penis on the other side, but you never see the owner of the penis and the owner of the penis never knows who is doing what to their penis. Is that what a glory hole is? Open your phone. Let's find out. Hang on, let me Google it. Is that what it is? Should I turn safe search off? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was right. <laughs> oh, oh God, the images have come up. Oh, 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 that's nice. That's really nice. Um, romantic. The original Tinder. <laughs> Swipe to the next cubicle. Bigger stall. <laughs> oh.